Is your life a true story? Is it a true story or is it based on a true story? Perhaps your life is based on someone else's story. Maybe it is based on a series of fictions. Think through thoroughly the tales you tell yourself and others about who you are and what life is all about. Are they true? Feel the effects of experiences past and listen closely. Is this what really happened to me? If your story is not a true one, does that make you unreal? If I am living in a series of mistruths and lies to the degree that the character I play in the majority of life's instances I would rather not care to recognize as me, it is hard for me to see that I am my real self. If I am living falsely, of course I am not somebody else. But can I really say I am my true self? No. Who I am being is based on false pretenses that keep me from being my true self and living my true story. Paramount to being your true self is living a true story. Some would argue that we are living true stories no matter what distortions we amuse ourselves with. We live in the real world. How could any of that be fiction? Of course it's real. William James, the father of developmental psychology, once said, It would probably astound each of us beyond measure to be let into his neighbor's mind and to find how different the scenery was there from that of his own. The world is not made up of our perceptions, but our stories about it most certainly are, and therefore they color our experiences. Have you seen this alternative TV guide summary for The Wizard of Oz from Rick Polito? Transported to a surreal landscape, a young girl kills the first person she meets and then teams up with three strangers to kill again. When it comes to your life, ask yourself, am I just making up the story as I go along, or is there a true story taking place, regardless of whether or not I experience it? For those of us who have been making up stories for so long, it seems as though we ourselves have become a fiction. Discovering our true story sounds frightening. It's like reading a mystery novel knowing the outcome is going to affect us personally. To do the work of articulating a story that, if not factual, is at least a little closer to the truth, we give ourselves the opportunity to live a more authentic life. Like a hero in a detective novel, the case may appear clear-cut to everyone else. A suspect could be in custody and all can look just right, but we know there is more. To investigate may be to rustle feathers and those around us may not want us to bother. What do we say? We have to follow the truth, wherever it leads. If we want to discover our true story and live it, we have to do just this. Commit to the truth, no matter what or whom it proves false. No matter how it impacts our character or an outcome, we have to be willing to do whatever it takes to reveal what is true. In the words of Sherlock Holmes, life is infinitely stranger than anything which the mind of man could invent. We would not dare to conceive the things which are really mere commonplaces of existence. If we could fly out of that window hand in hand, hover over this great city, gently remove the roofs and peep in at the queer things which are going on, the strange coincidences, the plannings, the cross-purposes, the wonderful chains of events, working through generations and leading to the most outré results, 
It would make all fiction with its conventionalities and foreseen conclusions most stale and unprofitable. A direct correlation exists between living a true story and being our truest self. An authentic way of living and being go together. Like a good story, they tell each other. The character the tale, and the tale the character. If either of these is lost or misconstrued, the authenticity of the character or the story, they must be reconciled. This is the beginning of all great adventures, fiction and nonfiction. The character either doesn't know who he or she is or has forgotten. The byproduct of this realization is success, heroism, and the truth. In our own lives, realizing and living our truth is the first step in living with a narrative for our life that harmonizes all aspects of self, physical, psychological, and emotional. In the Harry Potter series, Voldemort's presence has shaken the natural order of things at Hogwarts. Harry is called upon to embody his truest possible self in order to set things right. In Star Wars, the Empire's disturbance of the Force has called young Luke to realize his true self, embody his Jedi nature, and save the Republic. In every romantic comedy I've ever seen, two individuals dismiss the existence of love only to uncover and embrace their true desire for it. In these examples, the true story is the way things should be. Hogwarts in its natural order, the force in its fullness without disturbance, true love. This is the state the story is always trying to get to, and every character, good or bad, can't get in the way of the ultimate theme taking place. Like any story, narrative reveals itself over time, often without the character's knowledge. It is no different in our everyday lives. Yet, is it possible to become aware of the overall narratives of our lives while we are living them? Can we know what our true story is about? Could there be such a thing as a spiritual narrative that, like the promise of a hero, follows, guides, and inspires us? Such a narrative does not reveal every aspect of the plot. Instead, it confirms for us what it means regardless of what happens. While our life story will always fundamentally be true, there is no guarantee our truest self will ever be fully realized or understood. We must do the work to stand up for our higher truths in order to realize them. When Rosa Parks made the decision not to go to the back of the bus, she was standing up not only for her human rights, but for her true self. She would later say, I had given up my seat before, but this day I was especially tired. Tired from my work as a seamstress, and tired from the ache in my heart. The choices to deny our true selves are many, especially living in a society that may tell false stories about who we are. If the messages we receive from our life is that we are inadequate because of our gender, or our class, or whatever it may be, lacking knowledge of our true story can painfully fall into validating that narrative. The ache in our hearts is that part of us that knows better. When we have an awareness of our spiritual narrative, the truth about our soul and what the deepest part of ourselves wants to accomplish in our lifetime, the false stories don't disappear, but we are less likely to be fooled by them. We are more likely to live our truth, the byproduct often being that we inspire others to do the same. When we choose from the integrity of ourselves, there may be consequences, 
but we have also come back into integrity with ourselves. When it comes to being an agent of change in our own lives or in our societies, there may be no more powerful thing. Even in this world, more things exist without our knowledge than with it, and the order in creation which you see is that which you have put there, like a string in a maze, so that you shall not lose your way. Cormac McCarthy The stories we tell ourselves are indeed like a string in the vastness of our lives that we utilize to tell ourselves where we've been and to remind us of where we want to go. When it comes to the people we know the most, we are less likely to see characters and more likely to see stories, time and memories shared, or perhaps even resentments. Yet, generally speaking, we still seek truth. We are not seekers of a story to tell ourselves to get by. We are deeper than that. We seek truth. Therefore, we seek the true story. This often means being willing to expand our perspective and having faith in the wisdom of what we do not yet know or understand. The true story is not a string in a maze. It is the path we uncover. It is the revelation of a narrative that has always been there. Where it leads, we do not know, but it is enough that it is leading us. The question is, can we trust 